I got the intro. Josh, I got the intro. Okay. Wait. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> uh. Welcome back, everyone, to J&J Lose the Plot, a podcast about two friends just watching movies and hanging out. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm Joel, and this week we're talking about Conan, the 1982 film. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just going to jump right into discussion, and then we'll we'll move on a little bit later. Do some other things. Yep. yep. So, Joel, last yes. week I gave the synopsis for the movie that we were watching. Do you want to give the synopsis for the movie this time? Uh, sure. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, Arnold wanting to shove his muscles on camera for about two hours. That's but right. really it's a, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's the rise it's the rise of Conan basically right. about uh, a slave boy becoming a, a king. Right. Even though we don't spoiler alert, we don't yeah, really see him. Yeah, he doesn't really a king. become the king, does he? No, no. The story was really hashed up. Uh, so it basically is uh, Conan. Conan's people is killed by this this dude, and he grows into a big strong man to go kill that dude. Yeah, and he meets people along the way. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of dialogue. Let me tell you, there's not. And you know what? I think that actually does well for the movie. Yeah. Well, I think Arnold didn't know English that well either. That's like, true. Yeah. He might not have known a lot of English at the time. I don't know though. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm gonna look it? this what was up. His first role. I was gonna say he might have been acting for a little while when this came out. Yeah. I'm not sure because this is '80s. I think. Yeah. Uh, let me let me check. I'm gonna check faster. I know it was one of his films was like very early and oh 1970. Oh yeah, Hercules in New York. That's the one that he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's been 12 years. 73. So, yeah. Yeah, because the lines he did have, I was like, oh well, that's like almost what he sounds like now. So, but like, no, yeah, it's Hercules Her- Hercules in New York. Right. And yeah, yeah. And then Terminator only came out two years later. Yeah. So that yeah, that's why like he sounded like what we know Arnold sounds like. Right. Like what we picture him sounding like. But yeah, not a lot of dialogue and the dialogue that was there Well, first of all, what do you think of the movie? So I, I this one is so mixed for me. Cause is it? I, I had a lot of fun watching it, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was a good movie. No, I mean I, I had a real hard time sitting through it. If I can be honest, like yeah, it the, was two hours. It, yeah, and end, was I was just very like, please, long. oh my god, can you stop? Like, yeah, uh, I think, and I think that's due. It's not even due to like not having dialogue, or it's about not having a concise story arc. Like, it's just, I think it's, it's almost like they took, because this was a comic before the movie, so it was a novel, I believe. A novel, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think it, the first thing it was was a novel. Yeah, and then maybe a comic after. Yeah, uh, and the the comic oh. might might have still been before the movies, but I think the, the right. it was a okay. novel series first. Right. It's a fictional blah blah blah, originated in pulp magazines and has since been updated in books, comics, and several films. Okay, so it was comics okay, so first. It's just everything. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. I mean, it almost looks and it, not to. I mean, I think it's better than the last Airbender movie, but yeah, it, it's comparable because they just took like scenes that happened in the in the comic book and stitched them together without necessarily having a hero growth and 
yeah. downfall and then overcoming. Like it was there was no hero's journey arc. Yeah. It was just like the story really small did things. suck. Yeah. Uh it, it felt like less of a story and it felt more like somebody telling a story. Yes. Like, well, I mean that's kind of what it was. That's it was, and uh, that's true. The yeah. Wizard or whatever. Cuz there yeah, there was narration over top of the the entire movie. Quite a bit of it, yeah. But it really felt like somebody telling a legend, yeah, and kind of going through that and telling a story, or it, like if if somebody were to be telling the story of Hercules, it'd be the same yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah, um, but it wasn't like stitched together as a film very well. Yeah, it really wasn't. There, there was like the smallest through line, but it felt like the characters kind of just stumbled through to the end to to yes. resolve the story well there was no character growth that's the thing is that there was no heroes like yeah growth even like you don't have to stick to the formula exactly but like he was he was basically bent on vengeance from the get go and there was never like a stumble or anything it was just like yeah he's doing it it just took forever to get there it took 2 hours to get there yeah and and i thought that maybe there would have been some sort of lesson possibly that he was going to learn along the way Mm -hmm. and uh, right from the beginning i thought i knew exactly what that was because dad's lesson right the the first thing that we see is the dad teaching the son a lesson and i actually wrote down the exact line i went back and, and wrote it down because i genuinely thought that this was going to be the story that we were going to be shown yes um, it's his dad talking to him when he was a little boy and he says, no one in this world can you trust, not men, not women, not beasts. This you can trust. Points and he sword. points to the sword. Yeah. Which ended up being exactly the opposite of what happened in the movie. Yeah. Cause he found, he found a woman he loved and she came back as a ghost. Yeah. The guy in the eyeballs. Why? <laughs> why and then then, yeah and then he had his bromance which honestly like if it was like a like a a movie about that bromance it would have been much better i think yeah it it would have been much better if it if we really got to see those characters kind of grow together and be a trio i think that'd be a, Mm -hmm. a lot of fun and when the the female, I, I don't know any characters' names besides conan by the way no i i'm not sure they really don't yeah um but the the girlfriend or wife or whoever she um she dies i didn't really care no i mean not to mention it was in a very goofy way that she dies with a snake arrow (laughs) the bad guy literally pulls a snake off of his shoulder he straight he makes it stiff and straightens it and then fires it off of a bow, and it yeah. stabs her, it it. I guess? Yeah. I'm not well, yeah, sure. You see, you see Conan pulling her out, out of her later. It's just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's no moments where like I, I'm having fun with the characters. They just kind of no. stumble throughout the movie. No, exactly. And like James Earl Jones, like I love his voice, but his villain... I mean, the whole movie, the acting was kind of... Oh. Uh, but... So like when he was like staring at the mom at the start there, right before he chopped off her head, yeah, I was we... like, "Are the, is he seducing her? Is he seducing her?" 
and then chop the heads off. And I'm like, oh, I guess he's not seducing her? It, or I don't know. That stare was yeah. so Played. long, too. Yes. Like it, yeah. <laughs> so the these barbarians come and slaughter Conan's entire village. He watches his dad get stabbed and then eaten by... <laughs> Eaten by dogs, dogs. with little hats yep. on. Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing so hard when I saw the dogs with yeah. little hats. I laughed. I laughed a lot of this movie. And then he, they they attacked the dog and ate him to death. They ate the dad yep. to death, and yep. I kept laughing because it was dogs with little hats on. Yeah, just, and then and then the uh, the mom in makeup just looked at James Earl Jones for about a good ten minutes. Right. So they were the only two yeah. survivors, and. James Earl Jones comes and he takes off his helmet. He hops off and he has a sword and he just is staring at the mother for way too long. Way too long. Like I thought he was going to steal her and it was going to be like this, like, I don't know. Right. Or that like he was going to spare them because it really looked like he was going to. Yeah. I I was like, why are you trying to sell me here? Right. I don't understand. Um, And and the look was just so weird too. It wasn't even like it was like a dangerous or like heartfelt it it, it it's just a stare yeah it was like a blank stare yeah and i'm pretty sure that the woman was told to act sexy so it just became like a seducing yeah like moment and i was like what it was is this yeah it was weird and then so after the staring is done she he turns around and starts walking away and then quickly takes out the sword and chops off her head Mm-hmm. And uh, like, boom, I, I you know I actually thought that this was a really well done shot. Right, I really like the shot. It's like a cl- close up of Conan, and he's a kid, so it's a little bit shorter. And we see oh, like him holding her, holding yeah, her yeah. hand. Mm-hmm. We see the head fall, like into frame and out, and then out of frame, and then yeah. she falls, and he still has his hand held up after yeah, she like, drops. Like, and it's a, it's a yeah. good like pause a moment type thing. Yeah, it it was really like I genuinely was like, wow, that's kind of powerful, especially ha- especially after the kind of the goofiness of what just happened with James Earl Jones' yeah. character. Um, yeah, but yeah, that that was one thing I really kind of took away from this movie as like something I really liked. I mean, it's it's yeah. small, but yeah, I, I definitely noted that. Mm-hmm. So okay, let's let's talk about James Earl Jones for a second. Sure. This bad guy. What do you got? This bad guy really kind of sucked. The the ending you volume in his hair. <laughs> yeah, the, even the ending of this movie, like the 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 resolution with the bad guy, really sucked. Yeah, because yeah. we get um, we get some really cool stuff. I think with the bad guy, but he never does anything impactful for you to be scared of him or like yeah. have him as a threat. At any point, yeah, he never shows his power really. So you see, you see like a really good introduction, I think, of his character mm-hmm. coming in and slaughtering the. He's in charge of this these barbarians that slaughter an entire city. Yeah, um, and you give Conan a reason to hate him right off the bat. So he's tied into the character's backstory, which is very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has like magic powers. I believe he has mind control. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's what the mom scene was trying to tell us. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. And then I also 
know that he can straighten snakes to launch them to with arrows. bow and arrows. Yeah. And he can also turn into a big snake. Which doesn't come into play at all. Which doesn't come into play at all. Yeah. James it was Earl- a really weird transformation sequence. Yeah. So James Earl Jones is sitting there on his throne and he's yeah. looking upon this orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just like, I guess this is it. This is a this is my time. I gotta turn into a snake. Yeah. He slowly later. turns into a snake, slithers and away, leaves. and leaves. Yeah. That's the only time we see him as a snake. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. It's no, he so... doesn't even, like, bite anything. He just leaves. No, and after that, I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. Like, this could be kind yeah, of a he's fun... Gonna do something. Right. But no, they never come back to that or talk about it ever again. Yep. Yeah. So the other thing is, at the end of the movie, he doesn't even put up a fight. There's no... No. He doesn't use his powers to to protect himself at the end of the movie. He's no. he's at the top of this tower, and he's talking to all the people he has mind controlled. Conan yeah. the Barbarian comes up behind him with a sword. He turns around and he's talking <laughs> and he to says, him. He says, "I am your father. I am your father. Are you kidding me, Which, James Earl yeah, Jones? Sure you used that already? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you've done this. Yeah, a few years ago you said I am your father, but." Yeah, I'm pretty sure a few years ago. Yeah, but then Conan just chops off his head. There's no, which I guess is a fine symbolism. Like, it's a good death, I think, fitting, like a fitting death, because that's what he did to Conan's mother. But there's Mm -hmm. no fight. He never once takes out his sword. He never once tries to use his mind control on him. He never tries to turn into a snake to fight him. There's yeah. no he just turns around and kind of accepts it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know like I, the whole time I was kind of just confused about the villain cuz like I'm like I get that like the Seth religion was it's and again it's probably due to the, it being explained in the comic books or the possibly books, but um like the the religion of Seth was clearly like a a cult of sorts mm-hmm. and like he kind of became the the head of it at some point and he kind of he kind of describes that like he's not violent anymore, but then he kills a person right during that speech. Yeah, so it's just this is very confusing, and I feel like they were trying to make a villain more than just a bad bad guy, and they just didn't know how to get there. Yeah, like there I think it was the start of like villains having a reason to be bad instead of just being the a bad guy like in most eighties movies. Um, I suppose, but I mean, he was a very important like major bad guy a few years ago in the star wars movies yeah well, so that's, it's that's just I was, so because i was talking about after the movie and i was like well it was the 80s it, like storytelling wasn't like super i was like well star wars came up before this yeah so mind <laughs> because like we've been telling stories for a long time and we know we know how to do like high fantasy it's just for some reason we we suck at it with film adaptations yeah no it... i think it's because we just don't get people that are passionate about it to do it like we just get people that are passionate about other things to try to do it right i don't know it seems like we were stuck at, at swords and, and boobs for a while oh my god there's so many boobs in this movie there's a lot there was a lot of boobs so the reason why i'm so upset about that yes is because i watched this over thanksgiving weekend at my aunt and uncle's house yes that's funny i'm so glad you had to do that <laughs> so i had to like every time they would like come into the room i would have to like pause it and like turn the volume down 
because odds. <laughs> oh, so they weren't even watching it with you. They were just no. Were I was at their house. I was watching it at their house because I stayed with them for the weekend because <laughs> they live far away. So I had to travel far to go see them. So I was staying yep. with them for the weekend for for the Thanksgiving long weekend. I'm like, hey, I've got to go watch this movie for the podcast. Anybody yeah. want to watch it? And they're like, no, no, it's okay. We don't really, we're not really interested in watching that. Thank yeah. goodness they said no, because I had no idea I what I, think I was getting better, myself into. It's almost better for them to watch it with you, because you can share, like, you know, like none of us want to be here. But <laughs> but when they have to walk into the room when you're watching practically softcore, like, 80s porn. Thank goodness then... they never actually walked in. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was, there was a moment where, like, it was during the, the orgy scene with James Earl Jones. Yes. I... I w- which looked like a really boring orgy, I must say. Yeah, there, there was no, there was, <laughs> there was like light, light petting. <laughs> yeah, they were they were kind of just sleeping. Yeah, there wasn't really. Which, hey, you know happening. what? Maybe it was after the orgy. That's true. There was a there were lots of noises though. There was yeah. Ooh, speaking of noises, uh huh. Did you notice at the start that Arnold didn't move his mouth at all, and it was just Arnold noises? Yes, when he was oh fighting, it bothered me so goddamn much. This is like <laughs> the movie for Arnold Schwarzenegger noises. Yeah, the whole <laughs> first half of the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That was the entire first half of the movie. We didn't yeah, hear him talk, and there once. wasn't even like really punching sounds or anything. It was just his noises. Yeah, like, he the, he would the sound work was not very good. He would slice somebody and go, and then like some sort of weird motorcycle revving. Yeah. <laughs> We're back to Arnold Schwarzenegger's racing. <laughs> Start your bikes, everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It, so, yeah, the, the first half of the movie was really kind of rough with yeah. all those noises. Well, I thought, too, it was, like, they really cut, like, they really smushed in the start, so I figured they would have a really, like, good story to tell after that. But they really, like, they just rushed the start, and then they just tossed a bunch of little stories at me, like mini-episodes. Right. I, yeah, they... I was I was thankful at first that they kind of kept it short. Mm-hmm. So I, I was worried that it was going to be dragged out, and we were going to see a bunch of gladiator yeah. fights just to do some action. Yeah. And it was really only, like, a few-minute montage, if that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So at least that was good, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, but then when he, well, he finds his sword... And then I was confused because, like, they really showed the hilt that clearly. So I was like, was this the dad's sword? Or, like, was... Because he kept remembering... I think, too, because we're throwing a lot of names like Crom and Seth and all so these names that are gods. Crom? So I thought... Yeah, Crom is a god. Yeah, it's the god of steel. Of battle or something. Yeah. yeah. But I think... I think... I thought the... I thought James Earl Jones died in that temple with his dad's sword. Yeah. Because I, I was like, that looks like a helmet, and he named the name, and I, so I was like, oh, maybe he's dead. I don't know. Like, I, I find the visual wasn't very, like, good either. Yeah. But then he finds the, the like, witch in the hut, <laughs> and then the, the strangest ASMR prophecy sex scene. Did you? Did you enjoy that? No, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. What happened? <laughs> Why? She was halfway through the prophecy and they started fucking and then she kept prophesizing during she... during the sex in an ASMR style and then she turned into a witch and bit him? 
Yeah, and then I, I don't tossed know. Tossed into the fire, which made me laugh a lot. <laughs> was she a succubus? What was happening? I don't know. Like well, some kind of, and we never see her again. We never see her again, and her spirit like, goes off. Back. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was gonna come back and like haunt him or like kill her first lover or something. <laughs> but no, he tosses in a fire, and she. And again, probably something happens in the comic book with that spirit, and they were just trying to probably like, tip their hats to the comic book people. But right, man. like it really does feel like that was part of the Conan and the Barbarian lore and they just had to mm-hmm. say it to fit it in and put it in there. Yeah, they're just like, here it is. This is the witch that told him what he's supposed to do. Yeah, it really sucked. Yeah. Ugh. And then he punches a camel. He punches a camel to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I think, I think like in the movie, he punched the camel, which fine, because he's a barbarian. But I think... In making the movie, he might have actually punched a camel. Yeah. Because I don't know if he can teach a camel to recoil like I, that. There was a lot of stuff in this movie. I was like, oh, they just really oh. did that, huh? Like, they're, they later on, an animal. they were riding horses and they were throwing spears or something at them. Yeah. To make the – and they the, this horse, we actually see a horse fall down a hill. Like, it – Yeah. It, it, it fell. It fell for real. Yeah. I don't think horses can do that. No, I don't. Like, I don't think that's a trainable thing. No, I think that, I know they can fall. I think animals I don't think they were harmed fall. during the making of this film. Yeah, I didn't watch the credits though, so I didn't see the, the if, they, oh. if they did or did not. But I'm guessing the '80s was maybe less, probably less regulated. But yeah, it was. It was like it's hard to enjoy those scenes because you're like, did that? Did that just happen for real though? Because. <sighs> I that, that I was my emotion. I had to pause the movie. I was really? so I I I could not believe what just happened. I needed to pause yeah. it and r- let it register what just happened. Yeah. And then I took out my notebook and in capital letters <laughs> I wrote kills a camel by punching it. <laughs> <laughs> because because no reason. <laughs> Like he was just drunk. He was drunk and punches the camel, and then he walks away with his buddy, and they're just laughing. Yeah. Which he finds his his finds his buddy after the witch hut. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just changing the wall, and they just start laughing, and they're best friends. And like they have a nice montage with like really good music. (laughs) It's just, and I thought I thought it was gonna be a gay romance, and I was kind of into it, but I guess he and then he meets this blonde thief, and then they fall in love, but But she dies, and they and then. And then him and his buddy frolic again with the same music. So I don't know. I think it's really about them. Yeah. I just uh, There's a lot of things that happen in this movie just to happen. Yes. Oh my god, yes. But yeah, I mean birth of ASMR with the witch scene. Nineteen eighty two, I don't think they had ASMR by then. <laughs> and then and then when they jump off the tower, the girl yells out, We don't live forever <laughs> And I was like, Was that the original YOLO too? Damn. Yeah, they- oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, they hashtag in twenty nineteen everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah. But. And you know what? It's weird too. She says that. Ag- she says that again. Yes. At the end of the movie, when she shows up as a ghost. Yeah, she says we didn't want to live forever, and he's like, I guess not. No, she she says something like, "Well, do you want to live forever?" I think that's what she says. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue that I couldn't pick up because like. It was so there was so little dialogue that I wasn't ready for it, and then when it would happen, I would just be like, "What was what, what was that?" Right, and it just wasn't clear enough. So I don't know. Yeah, it was was meh. Yeah, it was pretty meh. meh. I would say, like there, I don't think I have a whole lot else to talk about. 
No, I mean, there was a lot of, like, weird... There was, like, the ch- the set chanting. Did you notice the priest going... <laughs> like, there was no words. They were just kind of... no words. Making I, sounds. So. I love that Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan the Barbarian was crucified. And to survive, he had to... He had to fight a vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. bit a vulture's neck. <laughs> yeah, just argh, and then he, but then he, argh, 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 argh. <laughs> but then he dies anyway. <laughs> we're and doing more of a that. Cookie Monster thing. I, I don't think you would think we're doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression at this point. It well, just morphed into om nom 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 cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this movie just it, it there's yeah, there's so lot. many things in it I think that would be so fun. Yeah, well, I think if somebody just took the film and re-edited it for like a more tw- like more modern uh pace. Yeah. And kind of like maybe added some more just like dialogue, but I don't know how you would do that. Like I don't know if you would do like exposition or or storytelling, but I think, Something. I, I think, think that, even just editing would probably. I think giving the best friend and the girlfriend more uh, character more time. development, mm-hmm. more time yeah. on screen with Conan. I think that Conan being this kind of barbaric character who doesn't really talk is a good thing. Yes. And then you pair him up with somebody like his best friend and you give him more of a quirky, outgoing personality. And. They can bounce off of each other. You can have this stoic kind of character that doesn't really talk paired Mm -hmm. up with this, like, wisecracking, goofy character. Which I think is kind of what they wanted to do, but but they never gave him really enough time to do it. No, he's joking about starving Yeah, at the beginning. He's got, like, a funny couple lines about, like, wanting to the wolves coming in a full stomach or something. And then he... He sure does laugh with Conan when he punch kills that camel. Yep, that was funny. That was fuck that good camel. I guess joke. That cute camel that was didn't do nothing. You know, <laughs> I hate to go back on the camel killing <laughs> bit, but you know what was really the like most fucked up thing about that was the what? fact that he punched the camel. He laughed and he turned towards the entire city looking at him, just mortified that he just killed a camel and he yeah. starts laughing again and walks away. The whole city watches. That was literally just Schwarzenegger punching a camel. Maybe. Like maybe <laughs> He was just on set and the cameras were rolling just, and he was like, fuck this camel. Wow. He's just on set. He punched a camel. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. Anyway, it, it lasted way too long. I can't, I can't give it a good, a good, good feedback because I, I, I. If it wasn't for this podcast, I don't think I would have finished it. No, I don't. I don't think I would have either. No. Yeah. It, if if I was watching it at, at home, I would have just turned it off. Yeah, which is crazy because like if you, I mean, and it's not Schwarzenegger's fault because if you take like Terminator, he has very little lines and like. Most movies he has little lines, but they're better movies than this. Like, right? Like, it, it doesn't need dialogue. It needs it needs better directing and better editing and better story, basically. Yeah, there. What it comes down to. There's a lot of and supporting actors, that, right? Because um, like he 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 works well as like a 
kind of a, a, a emotionless tank. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I think that he works best when he doesn't have to do a lot of talking. He can kind of just be this menacing figure. Yeah. Um, I think Which this... was a lot, a lot of like, in the theme of the 80s, that was a lot of the, the macho men. Right. Well, speaking of, we actually mm-hmm. put out that question to our our audience, and we asked them who their favorite 80s action star was. We post a question each week pertaining to yep. what we're going to be watching. Or not. Just a question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, may, yeah, sometimes it, maybe it'll just be a question. But we post that on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us at J&J Lose the Plot on Twitter and Facebook. Um, plug, plug, plug. Plug that social media. <laughs> All right, Joel, so what do we have over on Facebook? Uh, on Facebook, we got Chloe Molly again mm-hmm. saying, tough decision between Indiana Jones and John McClane. Nice. But she says her favorite is John McClane, which that's pretty good. Yeah. Was the diehards in the 80s? Early 90s. Yeah, I think it was 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Johnny Anderson over on Twitter, he also said John McClane was his favorite. Mm-hmm. So, well, which, that's two. Yeah, that's that's. Two I mean, he's very good. good. Like he's very, he's a very good wisecracking, like hero. You know. Yeah. Like, I think at, at that in that time, like like um, uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger were very much like stoic. We'll fuck shit up. But he came along and like was kind of like the wisecracking guy. Yeah, he felt more know, of an everyday nice. man because yeah. he was just yeah, a the, police the, officer. The New York cop. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Or wait, was it an LA cop? No, he was in New York and going to L.A. Right. Right. Uh, and then PJ Magui says Ripley from Aliens, which, yes. Yes. That's a very good one. That's, that's yep. so good. I mean, yeah. And, uh, like, I know that, like, we've had some very good women uh, heroines in the last, you know, few decades. But uh, she's, she's, I mean, she's so good. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, she she's definitely up there with my favorites. I'd say that Ripley and Indiana Jones were my favorites. Yeah. So yeah, she's fantastic. Aliens is Alien is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's, very, it's so very, good. very, it's so very good. Yeah, like it, and it still holds up because they knew the puppet would look silly, so they didn't use him too much. Yeah, really played that fear of like what was actually in there. Yes. Um, and then Jeff Smith says Kurt Russell as Snake Plitskin. Oh, so good from Escape from New York and L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I have not watched those in so very long. It's been a long time. God, Kurt Russell played Captain Jack too, right from. What was that movie? Martin Short wasn't it? Captain Ron. That's Captain what it is. Captain Ron. And it's like the same character because he has the eye patch, and they like hire him for a vacation, and he's just like this drunk captain, and he almost looks like the same character. And really? I used to watch it with the, yeah. the eye patch and everything too. Yeah. Huh. Like he's not like the. I think he. It almost looks like he's like the retired uh, Snake Plissken. Oh. Yeah, it's. I just remember watching it a lot because it was on TV when I was a kid. And lastly, on Facebook, Andrew McGree says Ash Williams from Evil Dead 2, which Ooh. is another... I mean, he's not a very good hero, but those are funny movies. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I guess the last one we have on Twitter is Rufus said they're 90s movies technically, but their favorites are a tie between Demolition Man and Judge Dredd. Ooh. So yes. those are great. So just alone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got some really good. Uh, well, what's uh, your favorite hero? De- definitely Indiana Ripley? Jones or Ripley. Yeah. I think it'd be a tie yeah. between those two for sure. I think for me, Rambo was pretty up there. Yeah. And then, yeah, Ripley. 
I, I'm yeah, Harrison Ford, I think, is just was like a really great 80s action star. You had Blade Runner, Star Wars, oh, yeah. and Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah. So like I, I think he that's is the height. Threat. Yeah, I think he's the height of 80s action star. Yeah. Um, but Ripley is just such a fun, well-rounded yeah, character that she's up there with me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's about it for the Conan talk. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna you wanna move yeah. on? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm looking at my notes. That's about it. Okay. I mean, there really wasn't. I mean, we talked about it for a while, but there really wasn't much to talk about. No, like, as a movie, there was more just like uh, highlights, like a highlight reel. Yeah, it was a highlight reel for two hours. Basically, that's really what it felt like. Yeah, and and you know, at the end, it kind of promised more. Yeah, there, it was kind of like, and the story will keep being told, which I think they did make more movies. Though. There was like, a there sequel two Jason years later. Yeah, yeah. So so they kind of promised you that they were going to tell you the story of Conan turning, you know, from a barbarian to a king. And by the end of the movie, he's still kind of a barbarian. And then they promise you with like an end stinger saying he's going to be the king. Don't worry. And we see him. We see Conan sitting on a throne with this like big beard. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like years later as this. Yeah, maybe the second one's like a lot better. Like maybe. Maybe. We should try the second one. Yeah. But okay, let's uh let's chat a little bit about what's been going on in the news. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I'm down. All right. Well, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is Kevin Feige. Mm. He is We've mentioned on the podcast before. Oh, yes, we definitely have. Um mm-hmm. he is now Marvel's chief creative officer. Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. I I really yeah. think this is a really good move on Marvel's part. Uh, He has been in charge of the entire MCU so far, starting from Iron Man, going all the way to Spider-Man Far From Home. It's it's been him. Right. Even even those Spider-Man Sony deals, he's been the producer kind of, you know, He's he's been somewhere in the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that he is now also in charge of the movies, the TVs, the amusement park uh star wars area yeah well hopefully it's not too much though like sometimes like he maybe he was like in his element with film and if he starts diversifying too much like i don't know that could that's be that's true i i think that that is possible but i think also yeah. hopefully he finds the right people to like take over the spots e- exactly i don't think that yeah. he's necessarily g- going to be writing everything but he's going to no. be there managing it all making sure it all fits mm-hmm. he's going to be kind of the one behind the scenes piecing everything together making sure that it's a nice cohesive it follows a vision exactly yeah. um and he he also knows the characters extremely extremely well so he's yeah. also going to make sure that it stays true to the characters and it's a natural progression for them when they follow their stories so yeah I think this is great, Hopefully. especially since be, since Marvel comics lately have not been super great, and right. they haven't been doing well either. Comics, but yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that this will maybe bring the Marvel comics up a step and kind of right, you know, uh, make that a little bit better. And, and mm-hmm. on top of that, he's also going to be in charge of a new Star Wars movie. Oh, that'd be interesting, though. Yeah, so Kathleen Kennedy and him tackle are... another kind of because he's been in the Marvel universe for what, like twenty years? Now? Yeah, 
or like 15. Uh, yeah, but so well, it's gonna be interesting it's, it's to see a little over 10. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him tackle another kind of universe. Yeah, I, I'm really curious to see how that's gonna turn. So what's the Star Wars film? It's is, it's is unannounced. Yeah, all we know yeah. is that he's uh, gonna be teaming up with Kathleen Kennedy or whatever to make a Star Wars movie, right. and I think they could really learn a lot from him to kind of yeah. do this shared universe, but not having to like force it too much. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for another universe, but all right, like yeah, go. That's there are so many poor like poorly created yeah. universes yeah uh it's just it's just a lot it's still it feels like a lot sometimes yeah just i think keep up with all the i think star wars can work if they try not to focus on the the star wars characters that we already have mm-hmm. if they veer yeah. off and do something brand new i think it could work yeah. so extremely well yeah, for sure. The the Star Wars universe is such a well-established, fun, huge universe. And the fact that yeah. we've been telling the same stories over and over again with the, the same Skywalker characters, family. I'm just so yeah. tired of it. But like that any character. Well, the games the games have been really good. Like, yeah. Well, not all of them, but well, like the the RPG ones and stuff. Yeah, there's been some fun RPGs. Um Knights of the Old Republic would be so much yeah. fun. But yeah. Again, I think that creating brand new characters separate from any video games, comics, movie characters, oh, yeah. Yeah. brand new characters and tell a, a, like well, a I think, fun I, I think the video games show, yeah, they show that they can be done. Like you just completely break, like you don't even mention the Skywalkers. You just break right. the chain completely. And the only thing is that there's a Jedi Order. Like that's pretty much the only thing that connects. Yeah, I would really love to even see them separate from every character they've ever done. Yeah. And, and do something yeah, so, brand Because yeah. even Rogue One was separate from that main story, but it was still yeah, but it's very telling much that sandwiched in there. Exactly. Yeah. And there's still a Death Star in there. The, the, it's literally like the, the last scene of this movie is the first scene of the first Star Wars movie. Like it's so yeah. extremely connected. So. Yeah. And I wonder if they could make something like, because every Star Wars movie is kind of, I know that it's space. So obviously we want some space action in there. Yeah. But I feel like if like. If it was slowly grown out to a lot more, because like yeah, like uh, the you know if it was like the first one was more of like on a planet and somebody rising to like a local hero and then that local like following a hero's journey. Yes, I could a bit more like we did with agree. Luke. Yeah, um, but even even maybe even smaller scale, like like they would be the local hero for that planet and they would just because then that feels like their strength progression is a little more realistic. Right, where I think a lot of people had problems with Ray becoming very powerful very fast which is doable but it's so tricky to just do on a on a, on a twist like on a dime basically just be like no she's strong and it's just like yeah but like you didn't show us yeah that much fighting you know so i think a lot of people had had criticisms there which i still enjoyed the new star wars movies i'm not shitting on them uh-huh. but it, that's I think that's fair just... but i will also say that that's not something new with the Star Wars no. movies. Luke was no. pretty much powerful yeah. right from the beginning. Exactly. Um he did he does some training with Yoda on Dagobah, but then he just goes yep. and fights Darth Vader right away without any lightsaber training or anything like that. And then yep. same with Anakin. We see like a ten year old little Annie yeah, flying well, yeah. spaceships around and destroying the you know, droid Absolutely. ship that's controlling it. Like they, they've always done that. And I, and yeah, I, so again, that's I, I think, think, I think doing like, yeah, like a small scale at first. And the second one would be a little bit bigger. And the third one would be like the, like right. the, the ultimate like showdown. I would love to see like 
a bounty hunter kind of story in the style of like a Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like a bunch right. of misfits kind of coming together mm-hmm. to to do something. Or right. like maybe there's, you know, this hut that's taking over this planet and they've got to kind of come together and do like a heist to take him down right. or whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. do something fun and interesting in this universe without any yeah. Jedi or stormtroopers and, and make it its own new unique thing. I think that they mm-hmm. could for sure do this sh- like big shared universe like that yeah. with like like Agreed. what Marvel does. So, but speaking of poor, uh, world building, Mm -hmm. I have some, (laughs) I have some DC movie news. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kravitz has been, uh, cast in the new Batman movie as Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz. One second. I got a picture on Badwood names. Hold up. That's okay. Yeah. I think that she would be really good. She was in Mad Max, I think for a little bit. She's oh, one of the yeah, characters. Okay. She's in the new Fantastic Beast movies. Oh, that's where. Yeah, I was like, I know we're from something else. Yeah, though. so she's been in a bunch of stuff. She was in. Uh, she was also Mary Jane in Spider Verse. Not that Mary Jane was oh. really in it much, but yeah, I was, yeah, and just the voice. Yeah. So she was she, also Catman in Lego Batman. Yes, she she was Catwoman, Catwoman in in Lego Batman. So that's kind of a fun yeah. thing. Yeah. The, the Lego Batman movies. Like I don't think it was a fantastic movie. It was pretty no, good. They were fun. They were fun. I really love some of the casting they had though for the, yeah. the characters. I think, yeah, I think what it was, what it was, is like, and it happens to all spinoffs where they take a fun character that was paired with less fun characters and they spin him off. Yeah, and then he's just uncontrolled, and it's just it gets a lot mm-hmm. for an hour and a half. It's just like okay, we need a break though. Like we need to get a serious character. Right. To, like, tone him down. Or, like, a serious moment, at least. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that was my issues with those movies. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I think she, she, she'll she be good. And I think she'll be good opposite um, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I think that they kind of will work together well as a uh Yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing about DC character. so far is that the characters work well. Like, the castings they have have worked well. For the most part. And it's just the, the stories that just... Uh, I would say for the most part, the casting works. Okay. Which one? You clearly have one on your mind. Jer- Jared Leto <laughs> as the Joker, I thought was... Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting what that A movie. choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but for the... I, I actually did enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman. I thought Henry Cavill's a fine Superman. I think that Gal Gadot yeah. is a great Wonder Woman. Jason mm-hmm. Moe is a good for Aquaman. Their, for their heroes. They're villains, though. They're terrible. Yeah, not super great. But, I mean, really, the, the only uh, human villain they've had is... Well, that's not true. I shouldn't say that because they had uh, Zod in the first yep. Spider- uh, Superman movie, which was... I'm thinking mostly of um, Batman versus Superman, um, Lex Luthor. Yeah, that was, that was, that something. was something. I hated that so much. Uh, and then, and then uh, the evil guy from Wonder Woman, he just looked like a wiener. He just, I don't know. It just like, immediately I was like, that's the evil guy because he looks too not evil. That's, yeah. And then that's what he was. And I was just like, it's And so... Ares was like a bat. Like, uh, yeah. Wonder Woman was pretty good, I think. But then the big bad villain at the end really sucked. Oh my God. Yeah. Did it yeah. yeah. Woof. 
So anyway, yeah, DC could be talked about for a while. I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm sure we could talk about this for a long yeah. time. So we'll we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Uh did you want? Did you watch the Doolittle? Doolittle? Doolittle trailer? Yeah. I'm gonna watch it right now. You can cut this out. Okay. Well, it's very, it's very emotional. Like I don't know what it is with trailers, but they try to like make them so epic. Yeah. And maybe this movie doesn't need to be epic. Like maybe it's just a fun f- movie, and I don't understand why it needs to have this like like this music when it started reminds me of like a Final Fantasy like opening scene. Yeah, they they really tried to do that. They take a song and they like make it dramatic and slow, and they kind of yeah. <sighs> and like they even, they even do like cannonballs to like the beat like right. doom, doom, doom. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, is this movie about ship fighting? Because I don't think it is. Yet it t- took like 30 seconds of the trailer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I- I'm curious to see what this movie is going to be like. Yeah, the trailer. The trailer looks good. I mean, it's got. I think, but it's, it, it's, it's it's fun. Yeah, but but trailers are very deceiving. I think. There, yeah. there's some been there's been some movies that have been real stinkers that have had interesting trailers. Yes, and I'm also curious to see how the voice acting is going to be for the animals. A lot of good actors. A lot of good actors. Uh, Antonio Banderas Jeez. is the bad guy, so that will be fun. I think he's uh-huh. usually a good um, kind of character actor to have because he's kind he kind of hams up the scene and like yeah usually puts on kind of a interesting performance. So I think he'd be a fun yeah. bad guy in the movie. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. And, I, and you know, I'm sure this is going to do gangbusters because we got Robert Tyler Jr. in his first movie since um, his... Beginning of the Iron Man role. Yeah. Well, he, he's been in other movies. I, I just meant since um, since he's no longer in the MCU. Right. So, yeah, it looks uh, it looks pretty good. I don't know. Yep. Maybe it'll be bad. I I'm just. I think sure. it'll be fun. Yeah. I don't think it'll be great, but yeah. I think it's going to be a pretty fun movie, like a maybe a heartfelt story with some nice animals and nice visuals. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'll forget about it for a really long time. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that memorable movie a that memorable? I want it to be. Yeah, maybe not. Or maybe it's the start of a new universe. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I. You know yeah. what though? I will say, contrast contrasted to the new Jungle Cruise trailer. Did you see that? The Jungle what? Jungle Cruise? Cruise? Yeah. No, I haven't. Let me Google that. So that's with Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock yep. Johnson. Yeah. And it's based off of the Disney theme park ride, Jungle Cruise. Right. And when you say that, at first I was like, oh, God, are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to make a movie off of the theme park ride, Jungle Cruise? Yeah. Then I stopped and I thought about it and I said, well, well, that's what Pirates of the Caribbean exactly. Was, right? Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. is a very, very ride. good movie. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it'll be good. And then the trailer came out, and honestly, it kind of had like a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe to it. Mm-hmm. It had some fun, interesting like characters. A yeah, Emily Blunt is fun. Yep. The Rock mm. is always fun. Kind of, yeah. You know, he's becoming I feel like, like he that only does fun movies. action star kind of. Yeah, but. Are you watching it now? Yeah. Okay. I'll wait a little bit and cut this out, and uh, we'll talk more about it. Yeah, that's pretty... I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty fun. So you just finished watching the trailer? 
Oh, there's a, there was a little a little scene a there little at the end. A little stinger with a villain with snakes. Yeah. So it, it really kind of looks fun. I thought that there's some kind of fun action moments in the movie. Yeah. Emily Blunt going through that building or whatever and stealing. Yeah. Like information or whatever. Like it looked mm-hmm. it looked fun and kind of fresh. The dynamic between mm-hmm. the two main characters was fun and kind of reminded me mm-hmm. of the banter that Will and Jack had in the first Pirates movie, kind of being forced to kind of work together yep. for their own reasons and kind of coming together as friends near the at the end of the movie. So yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah it definitely had like a. But I, I think too, like for me, the only reason I I tend to 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 like it is that it's not something that we've it's not a property we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice that they're finally doing something new. Yeah, I completely agree. And even though it's kind of a cop out with it's technically new, there's never been a Jungle Cruise movie. Yeah, I still think that they can kind of go in the new direction with this, and this might be a fun new franchise that they can explore a little bit more. Hopefully, yeah. without going overboard like the Pirates movies have, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, they tend to do that, don't they? Yeah, I think the first three are. I think the first one is amazing. They're fun enough. The first yeah. two are fun sequels that definitely aren't as good as the first, but kind of established. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth and the fifth are just yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever watched the fourth still. It's not worth it. Um, no, that's what I heard. So didn't waste my time. Yeah. Um, and I think the only other thing I want to talk about is this Fortnite thing. Right. I don't have much have to be quick. To we only we only got 5 minutes. Okay. I, God, no. <laughs> oh, I I really don't have much to say about this. I don't play Fortnite. Yeah. No me either. <laughs> so I I mean, I'm just kind of bringing it up to bring it up, but I thought it was really cool what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They have this they had this event. So for those who don't know, they had this event where uh they were kind of doing a launch of their new season. But what happened was this black hole opened up in the sky and everything got sucked in. And for a few days, all that was happening in the game was this big giant black hole. You couldn't log in. You couldn't play the game. Uh, even all of the Fortnite's tweets were disappeared. And there were no tweets on the Fortnite page. And it was just a black icon. Um, huh. Even if you were in like the loading screen or the like the menu... The menu yep. opened up and was a black hole and sucked everything in. Right. So it, it, I think it was just so extremely clever. And they went, they kind of went radio silence. They didn't say what was going on. Everybody yeah. just thought that, like, what's going on? Did they shut down Fortnite? What's happening? Right. And then That's a wild. few days later, they, they released a trailer kind of showing that it's going to be Fortnite version two with starting at season one again. Right. So I think that that's a really cool, fun, clever way to kind of get people interested in the game again because yeah, and I'm guessing it was a way to cover them updating their servers and like exactly. launching the game. That's so smart. Because the the only thing that I can say against that though, that kind of move is I mean great PR for sure, but also like if you have streamers and stuff that were gonna like stream and all this stuff like that's. You know, it, it's weird because online games are almost like an ecosystem now. So they shut it off. It's so kind of like a... I think that there was also like things going on during this stream. So they had like a stream right. of the black hole and, and right. things were happening and they were giving but I mean, clues. Like people, could people still play though? You couldn't play, but people like the, the stream was giving clues as to what's right. actually happening. So 
Right. Although it would throw a streamer off whose kind of job it is to play this game, it would throw them off. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. streaming and talking about the event would bring in was enough. Would bring in so yeah. many numbers. It's, it's definitely a cool. I mean, it's a better. It's a good way to like cover why you're turning your right off and, and then even like uh kind of trying to unpack it and solve this mystery that's going on is mm-hmm. another like really cool thing that Level that i'm sure things, people yeah. are gonna you know enjoy yeah. watching so yeah I, again i don't really play or don't don't know anything about Fortnite for the most part but i just yeah, thought I this was a little, really i'll play clever. a little bit i'll play a little bit mm-hmm. i love but, the designs uh, of the characters i really think it's yeah. oh my god so good. there's some really fun characters the costumes are great i just mm-hmm. i'm not into first person shooter so i really never mm-hmm. tried fortnite but honestly yep. this whole thing has made me at least interested in what's going on in the game and yeah maybe i mean it reached a movie podcast so exactly yeah good. i mean yeah. It, it's definitely made me interested to maybe check it out one day yeah so yeah i thought that was pretty cool and worth talking about but okay i think that's it breaking news oh something i didn't realize until right now oh my goodness what this is seven this article is seven months old but it's new to me (laughs) breaking news that happened just right now seven months ago a third conan movie starring arnold schwarzenegger was teased at the end of conan the destroyer way back in 1984 but we never saw it in recent right. years, Arnold and others have made it clear that they still want to revisit the world of Conan, but while other Arnold franchises have returned to the screen, the Conan movie has remained little more than an idea. No now Schwarzenegger himself has explained why the Conan movie has remained dormant all this time. It seems the people trying to make the film don't actually have the rights, according to the oh. barbarian himself. Ugh. Whoa, and then we have this really long Arnold Schwarzenegger quote. That's wild. Yeah, when it comes to the movie, the sad stuff of, about all of it is there's an estate like Robert E. Howard. So I believe that's who wrote the novels. Yes. When somebody buys these rights, those people now own the rights and they have their the own movie. version of what they want. So that's why there was a Jason Memoa movie. Right. Probably. And, th- and they usually have to produce stuff too to keep the rights. So that's probably why. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. We'll never know. Yeah, I guess we will, we won't really ever know. That's fine. I don't think I need to know. Although, honestly, I think it could be kind of interesting revisiting it again today. Yeah, old, I think they could do a having job. like King Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan would be fun. Mm-hmm. Like an old, like the old Batman version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joel. Yes. Do you want to know what we're watching next week? Oh yes, I do. Actually, I forgot about that. I forgot yeah. that this is an ongoing thing. We are going to be watching. Halloween Town. Ooh. Yeah. I am vi- this is one of my favorite uh festive Halloween movies as a kid. It's a Disney Channel original movie. So this is not a movie that went to theaters or anything. This is like a right. extremely low budget family Disney Channel movie. Getting ready for that spooky season. Yeah, spooky season is upon us. Get your pumpkin Ooh. spice. Pumpkin spice. Get your carving utensils out. Mm-hmm. Get your, get your, costumes, get your costumes on and get ready to have some fun in Halloween Town because that's what we're going to mm-hmm. be watching next week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to drop a question uh, to do with this movie on our Facebook and Twitter. So check us out there. Josh will put a question because I've never seen the movie. Yeah, we don't. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll just do it about something else Halloween related. Yeah. Okay. 
What's your favorite candy? Ooh, spooky. We, we'll have to make it spooky. Spooky Halloween yeah. episode. Yeah. We'll ta- and we'll talk like this Ooh. for the whole episode. Oh, can I be Paul Bear? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Tune in so next week. <laughs> we'll be talking about Halloween Town. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, that's it for J&J Lose the Plot. Join us next week for Halloween Town. Yeah. And you can check us out on Facebook at J&J Lose the Plot and on Twitter at J&J Lose the Plot. And before we sign off, I would just like to send out a special thank you to the musical ghost for the use of our theme song, Swing All Night and Day. Perfect. That's it for us. Yeah. We'll see you next week, and thank you for listening with your face. That's not it. What? But we're keeping it that way anyway. (laughs) All right. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.